At Our Father's House, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Now let's join Pastor Odie. How many knows there's a difference when the Spirit of the Lord is present? Oh, glory. Man, I feel an anointing. Mm-mm-mm. So Moses says, well, if your presence is not, I'd just, I just really rather just stay at home. Don't really want to go up there. You with me? Keep going. Verse 16. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is it not in that thou goest with us? Don't you love the King James? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. There's the difference. That's what makes the difference. You guys got to hear me now. And, and for some reason, God's just telling me to, to camp out here just for a second. A, a bigger building don't make a difference. Better music don't make a difference. Amen? Eloquent preaching don't make a difference. The greatest theologians don't make a difference. Amen? There's people that can quote the entire New Testament. Now, thank God for bigger buildings because they hold more people. Thank God for good music. Thank God for all those things. But apart from the presence of God and the anointing of God, it's all just stuff. Are you with me? Come on, somebody shout amen. amen. Keep going, Jacob. We're just throwing in some little tidbits here and there, but we're going to get to where we're going to go. Somebody say, help him get there, Lord. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in sight? Is it not and thou go with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. Verse 17, the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that you have spoken. For you have found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. Boy, it's something when the Lord says he knows you by name, right? And he said, I beseech thee. Show me your glory. He said, I will make all, look at what the Lord said. It's a familiar scripture. We're going to hit it from a different angle this morning. I think we're going to share something that you're going to say, man, that's out there. That's why I said I need your prayers. He said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee. Somebody say, all my goodness. Come on, say it and shout, all my goodness. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And he said, you can't see my face. For there shall no man see me and live. And the Lord said, here's what we're, here's what we're trying to get to. And the Lord said, there is a place by me, 
and thou shalt stand upon a rock. Look at your neighbor and say, there is a place. Let's say it again. There is a place. And it shall come to pass while my glory passes by that I'm going to put you in the cliff of the rock and will cover thee with my hand while I pass by. And I will take away mine hand, and thou shalt see my back parts, but my face shall not be seen. Now back up to verse 21, Jacob. That's where we're going to take our text. And the Lord said, behold, there's a place. We're going to, we're, we're going to, we want to share with you this morning, there is a place. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your anointing. It's in this room. We thank you for your presence. Father, Father I just ask now, just, just speak to us this morning. Oh, glory. Speak to your people. Let this word challenge us. Let it change us. Add your anointing to it, Father. I'm just your spokesperson. And just anoint my lips this morning that I would speak every word that you have rehearsed in my spirit, Father. We thank you for it. We praise you in Jesus' name. And everyone in the building says, amen. There is a place. One and I, uh, several years ago, uh, Sister Liz, we were going through uh, a, a tough time in our lives uh, spiritually. We just uh, went through some stuff. How many of you ever went through some stuff? How I many know sometimes church can just, uh, you got some stuff, right? How many of ever had that? But we were at that place, and, and uh, we had left uh, the, the pastorate at the first church that we pastored in. God done many, many great works there. We've seen many, many people saved. We baptized a lot of people, and, and we had came to the end of the road, and, and, and I knew in my spirit, how many knows there's a, there's a place, there's an answer you can get in your spirit, and God can speak something to you, and it doesn't matter what anybody says to you, that you know that you know that you know that you're in the will of God. So that's a word for you if you all are praying for something in the future. There's a piece that can come to you that you can say it doesn't matter what man says. I know what God is telling me. Amen? Amen? But uh, anyway, we had, we had left this place, Scott, and, 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 and you know, when we, were, we, were, we were praying and saying, God, what is, what is the next step of our journey? You know, oh, my word, this has been... Uh, 18 or 19 years ago, almost 20 years ago. And, and, and we were saying, what is the next step of our journey? And, and for the sake of time, I'm not going to go into all of it. But on three different occasions, we had three different, we, we rehearsed this this weekend. And uh, uh, on three different occasions, at least, at least three different occasions, we had three different people in three different locations uh, that were, we felt were operating under the Spirit of the Lord, looked at us and said, there is a place. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. At that moment in time, we, we felt like that, um, that God was telling us that there is a place physically. And, and I'm not going to totally uh, disregard that because that, that does hold true, right? But looking, looking, oh glory, looking back on it now, I feel like more so Elder Rice, that the Lord was saying, there is a place in me, and if you find that place in me, everything else will take care of itself. 
Amen? I feel something stirring in this room. So what I want to speak to you about is that place. And don't get caught up so much in the physical. Don't get so caught up in a building or a location that's tangible. Because God wants to show us something in the spirit realm. Oh, glory. He wants to take us to a place in the spirit realm where everything changes and it changes everything we see around us. Somebody shout amen. Are you with me? If you're with me, say amen. Look at your neighbor one more time and say, there's a place. Now, here we have Moses. I got, I got, to, I got to stop and teach here just for a second. Moses had went up on the mountain. And God, oh glory, God had written in tablets of stone with the finger of God the Ten Commandments, right? He had seen, as Justin was talking about, and when Justin opened the service, I said, thank you, Lord, I'm right on track. He had seen the lightning. He had seen, he had heard, Liz, the thunder. He had seen these miraculous things. Are y'all with? Come on now, guys. He was on, he was on the mountain with God. He was on Mount Sinai, and he was up there, and wow, and the, and, 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 and the fire, and the lightning, and the thunder, and the finger of God, and all of these things. But yet he comes down off the mountain, and the people are in the valley. They have made the golden calf. You guys know the story. And, and when, when he gets down there, he gets so upset with the people. How many knows that even after he saw the manifestation and the miracles of God, he still got upset with the people. Are you with me? So he gets back, he goes to Mount Horeb, and he says, God, I want to see your glory. Amen? So God says, I'm going to put you in the cleft, it's a cave. God says, I'm going to put you in the cave, and I'm going to let you see my back parts. Oh, come on. Are you all with me? Are you ready? Somebody shout amen. God says, there's a place, and I'm going to let you see my back parts. He's at Mount Horeb in a cave. He says, show, you, show me your glory. Wait a minute. He had seen the finger of God. He had seen the, the lightning, the fire, but yet he's still saying, show me your glory. So can we say that there's a place to where we... We, we operate in the glory of God that it becomes a deeper level than just what we see manifest on a Sunday morning. Oh, I'm going to tell you what. If you all don't get a thing out of this, I'm about to, I'm, I'm, I'm about to, what am, I going to what am I about to do, young people? Yeah, I'm about to blow up. Because I know where I'm going with this. Show, so God said, I'm going to show you my back parts. Mm-mm-mm. Glory. The Lord said, okay, look at, go, skip over to verse 34. Somebody say, show us your glory. No, come on. Say everybody shout it. Show us your glory. You all got to help your pastor this morning. This word is going to be trans, transforming. 
Exodus 34. Can I just take my time? Is anybody in any hurry? Exodus 34 and verse 6. This is right after Moses had prayed. Then we get into, we get into 34. And I just want to read one verse. And the Lord, look at this. And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed the Lord. The Lord proclaimed the Lord. Interesting, right? How about, how about what David saw in Psalm 119 when David said, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit here until I make your enemies my footstool. So the Lord said unto the Lord. Interesting. And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed the Lord. So the Lord goes by Moses and proclaims the Lord. Now, do you, know, do you know what I think happened? I'm going to tell you what. Now, he was, he was remember now, he was here with God. I'm, I'm just going to keep you in suspense just for a minute. He was with God for 40 days. Somebody shout 40 days. And, 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 and the first time, now remember, remember the second time that Moses comes off the mountain. He's glowing. His face shone with the glory of God. The first time, Chris, finger of God, lightning, thunder, fire. But the second time, they had to put a veil over his face because they couldn't stand to look upon his face because of, of the glory of God. Somebody shout glory. What's the scripture say? Because of the glory of God that was on him. Are y'all with me? They couldn't even stand to look at him. The second, the first time, they're just down there, they're telling lies. Aaron's telling lies the first time. He said, we just threw this gold in, y'all on the store, and his calf came out. They're lying. But the second time, they couldn't even stand to look at the man because of the glory of God. You know, you know what we need? We need some world changers that's going to cause people, people's going to see some kind of glory up on you, and it's going to cause them not want to do the things. Oh, come on, you won't have to look at them and, and pound on your Bible and say you're going to a devil's hell. They'll know when you're in the room, when you get to the place, and the glory of God begins to manifest in your life. Oh, glory. Somebody, somebody shout amen. Are you with me? Now, I got to hurry here. I want to show you some things. Somebody, somebody say God is good. Now, so Moses, here was Moses. He says, show me your glory. All right, how about, and, and the place. He, you know, God said there is a place. Somebody shout again, there is a place. Now, if you look at Genesis 22, I don't have time to go on all these verses. If you look at Genesis 22, Abraham and Isaac. And he's taking his son to be sacrificed on the altar. And he gets there at that, at that certain place, Blake, and he says, the Bible says he lifted up his eyes and there was a place afar off. Y'all know the scripture. Somebody say amen. There was a place afar off. Somebody shout amen. And he lifted up his eyes and he saw the place afar off. 
I don't think Abraham just saw a physical place. I think he saw something that went beyond the physical. Because Isaac said, here's the, here's the wood, where's the sacrifice? Abraham says, God himself will provide the, sa- the sacrifice. Who was it a picture of? Somebody shout. Come on, who was it a picture of? Are y'all, are you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it in a minute. So he says, here is the place afar off. Now, we look at Elijah. Elijah, there's so many parallels between Moses and Elijah. You realize Moses was his, his hero. You know, Elijah prayed fire down. Moses saw the fire come down, right? Both of them dealt with false prophets. Uh, you know, Elijah prayed seven times and he saw a cloud the size of a man's hand. Amen? Moses got discouraged and got depressed. Elijah got discouraged and got depressed. He comes down off Mount Carmel and, and they say, well, uh, uh, Jezebel's going to kill you. So he, he runs and hides and gets under a juniper tree. He gets under the juniper tree and he says, I would just rather just die after Jezebel. Make. Why, was he so, why was he so afraid of her? Does anybody ever think about that? He just prayed fire down from heaven. A manifestation of the Spirit of God. Amen? Which is different than the glory of God. Oh, we got to get this. We got to get this. Are y'all with me? There's a place. So he goes and sits down under the juniper tree. God says, get up. What are you doing here? He, you know where he goes to? Does anybody know where he goes to? He goes to Mount Horeb. And he gets in a cave. The same place. Oh, y'all ain't getting this. The same place where Moses was. When he said, show me your glory at Mount Horeb in a cave. Oh, I'm dying just to shoot to the chase here. And God says, he says, what, remember, wasn't in the earthquake? Wasn't in the wind? Wasn't in the fire? It was in that still, small voice. Right? And he said, 40 days. He's our 40. Get up, time to go. Are y'all, are y'all with me? Do you see the parallels? Both were at Mount Horeb. Both were messed up, Blake, dealing with people. Amen? Both were in a cave together. Amen? And God shows up, and then all of a sudden, something happens. Now, I'm going to give you something. Oh, glory. This is where it gets good. I'm going to give you something to think about here. Is it possible that when we operate in the spirit realm, we go beyond the tangibles and what we can touch or feel with our five senses and we get into the spirit realm and is it possible that God can take us 
and show us things that are already out there. Uh-oh. This takes some faith now. Y'all got to pray for, come on, come on, intercessors. You got to pray for your pastor on this one. He's the God who was, who is, and is to come. He said, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Now, remember, we have Moses and Elijah that were both messed up, depressed, both went to Mount Horeb, both of them, before that, they'd seen the manifest miracles of God, but now God hides them in a cave, and now all of a sudden, they see something that changes their lives. Fast forward to the future. Matthew chapter 17. Jesus takes Peter and John up to a mountain of transfiguration. Transfiguration means changed. Amen? Now, I'm going to mess with your way of thinking. How many ever seen the movie Back to the Future? It's all right. You're not a backslider. Amen? So, Peter and John, they look up on the mountain, and they see, oh, glory. They see Jesus, and they see Moses, and they see Elijah, Amen? And then to the point, they said, well, let's build three tabernacles. That's flesh. That's flesh. That's the tangibles. These guys hadn't seen it yet. Well, we need to build three tabernacles, one for Moses, one for Elijah, and one for you. But see, they missed the whole point. What, 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 what was happening here was the glory of God in, oh, glory. Moses and Elijah experienced the glory of God. And you can, you can go home and pray about this. Just don't fall out with your pastor. Go home and pray about this and ask God to speak to you and study it out. But I'm going to tell you what I believe. I believe that when they said there is a place, I believe that God took Moses and Elijah into the future and showed them Jesus even before, no, even before Jesus' glory was manifest. Are y'all hearing what I'm telling you this? And it changed them. Come on, because he is the manifest glory of Jesus in the earth. Or of uh, God's glory is Jesus manifest in the earth. Are y'all hearing me? So I believe, so what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is God is, is he's um, omnipresent, he's omnipotent, right? He transcends time and space. He was, he had, he had no beginning, he has no end. Are y'all with me? So he can, not only he knows everything that's happened in the past, but he also knows everything that's going to happen in the future. And these now, all of a sudden, oh, how do you think? So, I be, you, know, you know, I believe that when this happened, and it's hard to wrap your mind around, I believe that when this happened, that Elijah and Moses, you're saying, Pastor, that's, that's weird stuff. Okay, here we go. How did Moses know that? When he said, put the serpent around the rod and lift it up. Come on. Is anybody with me? Jesus said, as Moses said, are you with me? When the serpent was lifted up, he said, so shall the Son of Man be lifted up. 
And if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. How did Moses know about the ashes of the red heifer? Oh, y'all ain't, y'all ain't getting this. What I'm telling you is that everything, Pastor Justin, in the Old Testament, what these guys knew was revelation of what God showed them, that what was out there and what was to come. But, oh, oh, are, you, are you seeing what I'm telling you? How did Moses know these things? Amen? Somebody shout amen. Are we good? They saw the manifest glory of Jesus. Amen? How did Abraham know? You know, and when Moses wrote Genesis 22, why did he talk about the wood? He's going to carry the wood, Blake. How did, why did he talk about that? Why did he talk about the sacrifice? Why, why did he say God himself? He saw Jesus. He saw Jesus. Oh, glory. Somebody shout amen. amen. Come on, somebody shout amen. There is a place where you can get to when you see the manifest glory of God. Amen. And you can be, you can be in such a place that you do not fret about what's coming in the future. Amen? Somebody shout amen. Because he sees all, he knows all, and it's already out there. When these guys were in the Old Testament, Judy, it was already out there. Jesus was already out there. And wherever you're going, I'm going to tell you this morning, as your pastor, he's already there. I said he's already there. It's already been done. It's already been taken care of. Oh, oh, oh you got some, somebody needs to give him praise this morning because it's already been taken care of. I said it's already done. Whatever, whatever it is you're praying for, it's already. Come on, somebody give him a shout of praise. Oh, you need to praise him. Come here, Blake. Where you're at, God's, oh glory, God sees you, God already sees you preaching in, in Colosseums. And see, so you, got, you got to see that. Some, somebody, somebody, you know, what you see and what people see in the tangible is you preaching on this platform. But what God says, oh, I've already got it because you're already preaching to large crowds in arenas and Colosseums and stadiums and, and, and hundreds and thousands of people are coming to Christ. Come on, somebody needs, somebody needs to give God, a, give, give God a shout of praise. God already sees your son. Oh, come on. Some, God already sees that. God already sees my son and his manifest healing. It's the, cause see, see what you have to see is God already sees your healing. Come on, somebody give God praise. God already sees that financial need being met. God already sees your depression being broken. God already sees. God already saw that that that, that little girl was going to be fine in her daddy's arms. No, you're not getting this. See, Moses, it changed him because he saw the glory of God. And you know what the glory of God is? The glory of God is the Son of God. The Lord said, the Lord said, look at the Lord. The glory is Jesus. It's not in these things that we can see outwardly. When we understand that he is. Oh, Jesus. He is the manifest glory of God. Amen. 
So when Moses starts to do all these things, it's all Jesus. And now he's got to have a veil. Look here, Matthew 17. Let's go there real quick. You got to see this. Glory. Matthew 17. Matthew 17. Look, oh, look at this. Oh, wait a minute. Wait just, wait just a second. Okay. Wait just a second. All right. Uh, we, we, just for the sake of time, we want. six days. We go back to Moses and Elijah. Six days. After six days, Jesus took Peter and John, and John's brother went to a high, a high mountain. Remember? Mount Horeb. And was transfigured before them, and his face did shine as the sun, his raiment was white as. Are y'all seeing that? Remember now, Moses was shining so brightly that the second time he came down, they couldn't look on him. But back up to verse 2. And was transfigured before them, and his face did shine as the sun, his raiment was white as light. You get around that, your face is going to shine too. There's a place. I said, there's a place. I said, there's a place. And don't get mad at your pastor, but don't pat yourself on the back because you drag yourself out of bed and come to church on Sunday morning. There's a place. There's a place that changes things. It changes your circumstance. Verse 3. And behold, there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him. And answered Peter and said, said unto Jesus, Lord, it's good for us to be here if you let us make three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. While he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. Behold, a voice out of the cloud said, This is my son whom I am well pleased. Hear him. That's the glory. Amen. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and were so afraid. And Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise and be not afraid. So I believe that they saw the glory of God and it changed who they were. We get so caught up in time. You know, that's why this brings whole new meaning. Somebody needs to hear this this morning. This brings whole new meaning to Jeremiah 29 when he says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. It ain't like he's wringing his hands. He already knows. He already knows you was going to do okay with open heart surgery. He already knew that. Amen. Amen. He already knows your daughter's going to be okay. He already knew that although she had the, had the had, oh, y'all aren't hearing this, he, the, the cord wrapped around, he already knew she was going to be okay, right? Where's Amanda, Justin? They were here, they, the nursery. God already knew he was going to put that baby back in her womb. No, see what I'm saying? He already knows what's out there. He already knows. Amen. So if we, can, if we can get to that place where we can not live in what we see around us, but we live in what we know in the, of what God is going to do. What God has already done in the spirit, and we're just waiting to get there. There is a place. And when we get to that place, oh, is anybody hearing me this morning? Do y'all receive that? 
if you receive that, give God a big shout of praise. Come on, clap your hands. Oh, come on, clap your hands. Come on, we want to see Jesus. The manifest glory. Come on, he is. See, he was the jawbone. He was the, the sling and the rock. He was the rod of Aaron. He was the handkerchief of Paul. He was the fourth man in the fire. See, everything, everything in this book, and, and, and we, oftentimes we sit around and pray and wait for the, and, and I understand, Scripture says signs and, and wonders shall follow them that believe. But you see, you, you don't chase after the miracle, but you chase after the miracle maker. And when you find out that all of this is manifest in Jesus, because he said, the Lord said, I'm going to show you the Lord. Well, I thought I just saw the Lord. I was up on the mountain and I saw fire. I saw thunder. No, 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 no. I'm going to show you who he is. He's Yahweh. Amen. He's everything. Look at your neighbor and say, he's everything. Come on, shout it again. Say, he's everything. Hallelujah. Come on, you guys come back to the music. I'm going to stop right there. He said, come up here. I want to show you some things. You know, Paul said, I knew a man that went to the third heaven. He saw things that were not lawful for man. To... We, can go... we can go there. There's a place. Get out of your finite way of thinking. And understand that you can. All right, here we go. I, I said I was done. I'm, I'm, gonna try and, I'm trying to quit here. Why do you think. Okay, Elijah was able to outrun Ahab's finest horses. 18 miles. 18 miles, guys. 18 miles he outran the finest horses. He got there first. What about Philip? Right? Y'all remember that story? Baptized you remember Philip? And then all of a sudden, he's not there. He's somewhere else. It's in the glory. There's a place. And you guys are thinking, well, the pastor's getting weird. God can take you and show you what he's already. It's in the future. It's already done. Everything's okay. Hey, you know, pastor, I've read the end of the book. I've read this book, and I know. You know, what, you know what, else, what else I know? I know that God's promises are yes and amen. I know if God said it, that settles it. If God said it, that settles it. If God said he's going to pour out his spirit, he's going to pour out his spirit. If God says, come on, your sons and daughters are going to prophesy, guess what? Sons and daughters are going to prophesy. If God said revival's coming to Bell County and awakening is going to come to this, guess what? It's coming. Get out of your little box and your little finite way of thinking. Stop looking at the tangibles, not get caught up. Well, you don't, you don't understand what I'm seeing now. You need to stop looking at what you're looking at now and you start looking at what's happening in the spirit realm. The glory. And he is, and, and you know, we, we put this thing, Scott, we put this thing, and I'm, I'm, I'm quitting, I promise, but we put this thing to where, like, glory is some, I don't know, it's, it's some ooey-gooey substance that comes into the building. No, the glory is Jesus. He is the man. Because when 
See, see, okay, let, let, let's, let's, let's look at it this way, okay? Because when he came to earth, the manifest glory of God came to the earth. That's why, you, got, you guys got to get this. That's why Jesus said, pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's why Jesus looked at Peter and said, I give him to the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatsoever you bind on earth. You know what he said? You know, you know the proper interpretation of that? He said, it's already bound in heaven. You need to bind it on earth. It's already done. No, God's not up there sitting trying to bind something. It's already taken care of in heaven. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. And we like to get up at funerals and, 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 and preach about this and say, well, bless God, one of these days we're going to get to heaven. And if we're lucky enough, we're going to sit, have a little cabin in the corner, and we're just going to make it through by the skin of our teeth. No, he was saying, I'm going to prepare a place for you, and that place is going to be manifested here. Do y'all see that? If you do, shout amen. If you would like to know more about Our Father's House and upcoming events, Log on to ourfathershouseky.org.